most of the carbon dioxide in the world will be created on new infrastructure. What we've learned is that you can actually electrify anything, but it's not always sensible to do so. The demolition and construction industry is developing at a faster pace than ever before. New equipment, new technology and new forms of fuel are revolutionising the sector and changing the very landscape of the industry. We have created an entirely new audio and video podcast series to chart that progress and to help keep you abreast of these rapid and revolutionary changes. This is Tech Foresights. Whenever anyone on the TV talks about the road to zero emissions, it's usually accompanied by a graphic showing a straight road heading off towards a cleaner and greener future. In reality, however, it's not a straight line, but a long and winding road. And even though it's a hot topic today, the road to zero goes back maybe a lot further than you think. Here's Tim Burnhope, Chief Innovation and Growth Officer for construction equipment giant JCB. We started thinking about the road to zero probably five, six, seven years ago. We, um, we started to get our mind around what we needed to do. It's tempting to think that the fabled road to zero began with the advent of electric machines, but that's not the case. The truth is that construction equipment has been on that path through stage three, stage four, and now stage five diesel engines. Here's Tim Burnhope again. I think probably the most important and profound change that we made, that was absolutely the right thing to do at the time, was to start way back in 2010 and really make our machines 50% more efficient. So use 50% less fuel. What we've realised is fuel is proportional to CO2 output. So if you're half your fuel, you're half your, your CO2 output. So absolutely crucial, make your machines really efficient first, and then it doesn't matter what technology you use afterwards, whether it be battery, whether it be hydrogen, you use the minimum amount. Of course, while politicians and environmentalists are pursuing net zero because it's the hip and trendy thing to do, JCB and the other companies working in the sphere of construction are doing so for a far more practical reason. Most of the carbon dioxide in the world will be created on new infrastructure. So where we've got population growing from six, seven, eight, nine, ten billion people, when that new infrastructure is built to house those people, to school those people, to hospitalise those people, then, then really that's where the CO2 is created. Having made its machines 50% more efficient, JCB then began to explore ways in which it could further reduce emissions, and it started relatively small. Here's JCB's Lee Harper, the chief engineer responsible for electrification at JCB. This is our 19C1E battery-powered mini-excavator. This was our first battery-powered excavator on the market, and indeed the world's first. We launched this in 2019. We now manufacture this on two continents and retail on 27 countries worldwide. So a machine like this is really enabled by lithium-ion battery technology. This is one of our battery packs. So we take our cells, we have them packaged in a robust IP rated enclosure, and this gives us five kilowatt hours of energy. A machine like our 19C1 here needs typically about 20 kilowatt hours of energy to do a full working day. So we fit four battery packs across the rear of the machine, couple that up with a high efficiency permanent magnet electric motor, the power electronics and battery charger to make it a full electric product. And this was an important starting point on our electrification journey. Having brought battery power to mini excavators and more recently to dumpers and telescopic handlers, JCB began to foresee the limitations of electrification as it moved up through its product range. As part of this programme, what we've learned 
is that you can actually electrify anything, but it's not always sensible to do so. What makes it work is having a commercially viable product for our customers. Faced with the potential limitations of battery technology, JCB began to cast its environmental net just a bit wider. Battery technology has been fantastic. We are market leaders in that. We understand it better than most. When we start to scale it, we see challenges. A machine such as a 20-ton excavator like this needs a 1,000 kilowatt hours of energy a day. Now, we could try and fit that in with battery packs, but it would need over 200 of our packs there, and it would actually make it nine tons heavier. So it would be a 30-ton machine in the class doing the work of a 20-ton machine. It just doesn't scale. And then we've got to try and find a power cable big enough to charge it. And in a remote location like this, it's just not a prospect. So what we need is an energy source that can be replenished quickly in a mobile fuel. And we started nearly a decade ago and built our first hydrogen fuel cell machines. We showed the first fuel cell excavator to the world in 2019. And this here behind us is our second generation fuel cell excavator, where we've been using it to learn about the technology, develop our understanding and understand what works and doesn't work for our customers. Even though JCB was among the first to display a construction machine powered by hydrogen fuel cell technology, the company's journey towards zero carbon wasn't over. In fact, it had just begun. It's important in an R&D context to understand the technologies that are several decades ahead to understand which direction we take. It appears that hydrogen fuel cell technology was not the panacea that JCB and the wider construction industry had hoped it might be. If you look at a hydrogen fuel cell, that learning curve will be, will be for a very long time. And I think that technology is quite similar to a battery. If a battery fails or a fuel cell fails, you've got to take the whole component out. Chances are that maybe one cell will have failed, but it's almost impossible for a service engineer to repair that. They've got to, they've got to repair the whole, the, whole, the whole unit. It's interesting to note that although the adoption of electric and hydrogen technology has involved a steep learning curve for those at JCB, one of the key drivers behind those developments was far more simple. When you go back to the basics of what customers want is they just want a piece of construction equipment at pretty much the same price or a little bit more. They want it to be zero CO2 and they want to be able to use it whenever they can. You know, our, our construction world is built on mobile fuels, fuels that are delivered to the machines so the machines can keep working. The thought of machines spending more time moving to try and get fuel or standing to be refueled or recharged is, is, is pretty much impractical for our world. While the power under the hood of its machines has changed and evolved, JCB has been determined to maintain an outward appearance of consistency and normality. We want normality going forward. So what we mean by normality is we want to deliver a product that performs in exactly the same way for the customer every day. So if you jumped on an existing backhoe and jumped on a hydrogen backhoe, the only difference you would know is when you came to refuel it. And refueling with hydrogen, as you've seen today, isn't, isn't too difficult. It's pretty much the same, if not better, than using, using today's fluid. It looks like a backhoe loader, it sounds like a backhoe loader, and it performs like a backhoe loader. It's also built like a backhoe loader and serviced and maintained like a backhoe loader. That familiarity is key. It's a very, very minimal change that allows us to be zero carbon in a very short time scale. And that normality is repeated in the field of after-sale support and machine maintenance. The great thing for us is the whole service capability that whole confidence of taking a new generation of product, a zero, new zero two product into the marketplace. Our industry is all about uptime, all about service backup, and, and nothing really changes. 
The recent Baumer exhibition in Germany saw other manufacturers, most notably Hyundai and Liebherr, pinning their colours to the hydrogen mast. But JCB believes it has first mover advantage. We feel like we're fairly advanced compared to a lot of other organisations. We're lucky we've got Lord Bamford, our entrepreneurial chairman, that drives us to look at different technologies. He's asked us to look at batteries, he's asked us to look at fuel cells, asked us to understand and, and look at hydrogen combustion, which is fantastic. We've learnt about them all. And really, we wanted to share that. Now, we, we're still learning, so it's fantastic to have yourselves that have got experience with, with lots of years of experience in the industry and understanding what works and what doesn't. We've been able to share it with people from other industries. And I think for us, it's, it's kind of getting that feedback. You know, does this make sense? Have you thought about this? If you tweaked this, if you did that? And as we go through that learning journey with a lot of our customers, they're, they're helping us to, to make sure that we can make it a success together. Sometimes when you've got something of such radical change in a conservative industry, it can take a long time to adopt. What we're kind of feeling with batteries, it is a, it is a, a slow start. It, it's, people are taking the time to think about charging, to get used to charging. The fuel cell, everybody's really, really nervous. Dust, second life, where do these machines go two or three years, 10 years, 15 years down, down the road? Who has them? Where do they go? What happens to them? But hydrogen combustion, it's got everybody really excited. It's the existing supply chain. It's the right cost, the right complexity level, same as today. And people, people can just think, I think people are starting to say to us, this, this just seems to make sense. If we can get this to work, then they actually believe we can achieve the road to zero or the off-road to zero, more importantly. One of the ironies of all of this is that the construction equipment industry now finds itself at the very cutting edge of fuel technology. In fact, one of the concerns is that companies like JCB have developed power systems to utilise a fuel that is not currently available. People had electric cars but there was no charging infrastructure. People wouldn't put charging infrastructure in because there were no electric cars. And that gradually sort of gets some inertia and that starts to roll out. And we certainly see that happening with all the other technologies as well. That, you know, when the products come, the infrastructure will, will develop around it. And we've shown you some of that today in terms of the enablers to allow this technology to work in our industry where we bring the fuel to the machine. That's what our customers do on sites today. They don't drive these machines to fuel pumps. It's a bit of a different scenario and that's what we've hopefully showed you with our refueling technology also. I think it's clear that JCB is focused upon the journey to net zero. And as Tim Burnhope explains, that focus begins at the very top. The chairman's put his name on the side. We've got, we've got a badge on there. We've got a AB, um, Anthony Bamford, uh, hydrogen name, name badge on the side. And um, it basically tells everyone that he really believes in this. He's really, really passionate about the road to zero. He's endorsed the technology. He wants everybody in the company to make it happen, drive forward. Uh, and he's really passionate about, about making sure we've got a real solution for the future. Thank you for watching or listening to Tech Foresights. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please be sure to share this with a friend or a colleague and don't forget to leave us a like, comment or a review. We really appreciate it. And please be sure to check back soon for another episode. Or better still, hit the subscribe button to be notified when each new episode drops.